and welcome to Unashamed a Smut Lovers Podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. And we are on our very last Unlucky 13 book. No. I know, but I'm so excited. So pretty early on in this series, uh, when we were talking about how it's an island that was set up and run by a father and son, uh, I was wondering if one of the characters, either the father or the son, was going to be in the books. And oh. they are. Yes. I don't know if it's the father or the son. It's Shattered by Charlie Meadows is the yes. book that is today. <laughs> okay, yes. continue. So one of the diamond uh, men, like I said, I, I'm not sure if it's the father or the son, but this character was actually in the last book. Yeah. The two characters. And they said it was an older gentleman, but also, once again, I don't know, it could still be the son because we don't really have any background information on them. So I guess we're going to find out. But I am so fucking excited. I know. That is really cool. That it, And it's a secret identity trope. I love that. I do, too. I don't know. It's got daddy vibes, too, but it didn't say it was a daddy book. I don't know. I Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um I feel like it's probably going to be on the lighter and fluffier side. Like, yeah, it's called Shattered. And yeah, the blurb makes it sound like it's going to have some angst. But I've read Charlie Meadows. Yeah, it does say it has a hurt comfort vibe. So, I mean, we'll probably get a little bit of angst. But I think you're right. Charlie Meadows is a little more light and fluffy. She's, And it's not that she's like the same kind of light and fluffy as like Cora Rose. Or right. Nicole Dykes, right? Charlie Meadows is more like sweet and soft. And it's not necessarily like funny and fun. And, you know, you're just bebopping around through this book. Um, Charlie Meadows has more of like a sweeter, softer side to her books. And I um, I like that a lot. I mean, it's it is low angst, but it's also not like... Her right, but at least the books I've read, I know that I'm missing like one or two of her books that I haven't read yet. Um, but the books that I've read by her are more on like the sweeter, softer side and not really like the fun and lighthearted side, but they're still low angst. Yeah, it's very sweet in the emotional vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, it's got like emotion and all of that, but it's, yeah, it's lower, low angst, but definitely emotionally open yeah so i expect this book to be along the same lines as that um it again it is only 240 pages so i just don't see it being like a heart wrencher for sure uh so i am torn between chapter 14 and 15 for the halfway I, point i picked 14 okay so that's what i was going to because that's it's 47 for me, but then 15 is 52. And yeah, I really like I, to stop a little bit before that big climax usually happens in the middle. So, yeah, um, the chapter's long. At least that one is. Yeah. So, I can feel I, my attention drifting as we speak. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like short chapters. <laughs> um, I like long books and short chapters. Okay, so um, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say. Um, 
I don't have a lot of expectations otherwise going into this. Nope, there are a few content warnings for language, explicit scenes, drug use, anxiety, and mentions of past parental abuse. A super steamy book, and it has spankings. I'm so excited. I bet it is going to be, like, even if there's not, like, the actual word daddy, I bet there is going to be some kind of, like, daddy vibe. And, um, like, I read through a couple of the titles on the reviews, not the actual reviews, because I don't like to spoil things. Um, And I saw, like, one of them said brat, and I'm like, okay, so I think that we are going to get some of that vibe. Who's to say? Yeah, just from the blurb alone, it had huge daddy vibes. So the blurb is written in uh, Chua. The not Jet. What is his name? Damn it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's written from the older character's perspective. And he just, yeah, he, the whole vibe is like, oh, he's throwing a temper tantrum and, you know, just being a brat. So it definitely had all of the right vibes. And I am so here for them. Callum. His name is Callum. There you go. <laughs> so I'm I'm ready to jump in. Me too. Okay. So if you're reading along with us, go ahead and read till chapter 14 and pause here. Okay, okay. we're back. It's so weird for you to be the one to say that. I know. I never say it. Um, we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. So um, go ahead. You start. So, yeah, I mean, so Courtney's a little disappointed. I am also a little disappointed. I hate when this happens. Um, I I don't hate it, the book, um, but I do have some complaints. Like, it's not a difficult read. It's a pretty easy read. But, um, yeah, I do have some complaints. So do you want to start with your complaints or do you want me to start with my complaints? You can start and I'll either add or put my own in after. Yeah, because I don't I don't hate the book. Um, but for one thing, I do hate Jet. Oh god, so much. I hate him. And that sucks when you hate the main character. We have yet to find any redeeming qualities. Um he's rude to everyone. And, like, with no remorse, does not give a shit. Like, he's, I just, hmm. <laughs> and um, in the last book, we, like, learned a little bit more about Lawrence, who is one of the s- staff at Black Diamond. And um, he's not a bad dude. He's just trying to do his job. And they talk about him in this book like he's the fucking worst. And so that sucks. I don't like that. I have a soft spot in my heart for Lawrence and fuck you, Jet. Uh, even in like, hmm. <laughs> I don't um, like the way that it flows. It does. It's not flowing in a way that makes sense as a, a reader. I don't know. Maybe it does for somebody else. It doesn't for me. Um, I don't understand Cal at all. And I feel like with the way that he's been written, we're not going to understand Cal. I don't feel like um, his character development is going to piece together in a way that makes sense. Because he just like, back to it not flowing, 
The second he laid eyes on Jet, he was basically like, fuck you, Lawrence. Come on, Jet. You can have whatever you want. And like, why? Yeah, this is your employee. So Cal owns the island. So I was incorrect in thinking that he was going to be one of the diamond yeah, uh, men. But it, the island had been in Callum's family for like generations upon generations. He partnered with the diamond family to build the resort and uh, make it the best that it can be. And he claims to love the island, that this is his labor of love. You know, he has all these other businesses and blah, blah, blah. But this is his thing. This is his home. This is what he wants to do. And then he, I don't, I don't get him either. He's just, he's annoying because he's very wishy-washy with Jet. Like, like you said, the first time he sees him, he goes off on one of his employees or allows Jet to, but then he's like, oh, you know, this brat here. Like, I don't like his mannerisms at all. Like, he does things to rile up Jet who acts like a toddler. No, I'm sorry. Worse than a toddler. He justifies every single rune interaction he has in his head. Like, it's okay that I'm a dick because why? Because why? Because you're allowed to be because he didn't want to go to the island in the first place. So it's fine that he treats everybody else around him like trash. He gets riled up at the littlest, tiniest, itty bittiest little things. And I think they're trying to like throughout the book, I think it's going to eventually be justified as having like ADHD or something. But that's not justifiable. I'm sorry. You just, you can't, or maybe his bad childhood. But it's just, he, he you still don't get to act like a dick. Yeah, he acts like it with no remorse. He has no, he never even thinks about it twice after he is rude to everybody in his path. He is rude to every single uh, staff member that he's come across. He's openly and blatantly like, yelling out about how horrible this island is and how the owner is such a dick and da 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 and you know maybe at the very end when Callan finally comes clean and is like oh I'm the owner he might have like a fleeting moment of like remorse but I bet you he's gonna justify it and then just be pissed at Callum for not saying something like this is gonna be one of those books where every single bad act by either main character is just gonna end up being swept under the rug and justified somehow yeah, I, I hate don't that. It's, this is the last book, and I'm really, I don't necessarily hate the book itself, but it's just. Yeah, like it, it's not a difficult read, but it gives you the ick. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a little disappointed because I was really expecting, I mean, almost every single one of the books in this series, they're just banger after banger. Like they are amazing books. The authors, you know, and I was excited for this one because I know this author. Mm-hmm. You know what it feels like? Time was not taken. This yeah. book was thrown together. It does. It does. It feels it, rushed. And, and I didn't. If I'm wrong, then God strike me down because it yeah. feels like she just threw this book together and did not take the time to do proper character development, did not take the time to do proper um like even introduction between the characters didn't take the time to do proper um like emotional growth between the characters didn't take the time to do like everything has just felt rushed thrown together there's no flow like did she have beta readers on this 
Yeah. Because, like, the book is fine, but it is not up to the same standards that all of the other books in this series have been. No, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. It does. It feels like, and for someone who I would assume had the most amount of time, because being the last book in the series means you had up until, you know, I obviously I don't necessarily know what goes into the writing process. Maybe they all had to be done at a certain time. And, but at the same time, like this, the other books in this series just set such a high standard. I mean, yeah, this, this whole series has been fantastic with the exception of she who shall not be named. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll never get over it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that book was fantastic too, though. We've read that author. We love that author. We just couldn't read this one because fuck me, but my brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, and I, if this book, yeah, it's disappointing is what the word would be. And that sucks because we do love Charlie Meadows um, on a, on a normal day, but wow. It's like when you, when you're reading a book and you're just getting through it, these little things are like really not that big of a deal. But when you sit down and break down, like what's actually going on in the book, what is positive, what is negative, And you talk it out with another person, like it just becomes so much more disappointing because like, it really just is not well done. I agree. I just, yeah. I mean, I could have powered through this book. They just started getting to like the sex scene stuff. And I mean, that wasn't bad. I I could have powered through or at the very least, I could have like just DNF'd the book if it got too boring, you know? And it's not boring. It's just not right. Yeah. It's, like, it just wasn't done right. It, it just it felt disjointed. Yeah. From like the minute from one point of view to the next feels very disjointed like that's a good word for it yeah yeah so um i'm ready to dive back in if just to see i mean i do want to see if maybe there is some character development that rationalizes i mean we're only 47 percent into the book uh, okay well let's go into let's go into that really quick before we go back in because now i just had another thought <laughs> Um, this book is 240 pages, right? I think that's what it was, 240. There's no fucking chance. With the way that the book has gone so far and the way that, like you said, from POV to POV, like things just, the math ain't fucking mathing, okay? There's no chance that he's going to go back and like maybe he'll have a realization, blah, 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 whatever. I've been a shit person, yada, yada, yada. I don't see it happening for one. I think you're right that there's it's just going to be rationalized. But for two, the way that he's having him like sneaky sneak go through therapy, quote unquote, whatever, is just having him like fucking go on hikes and picnics so that he can spend time like it. No, it's not going to happen. It's not. Yeah. And if it does, I'll be pissed. Because, like, it has not been going well. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things. So, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but it was the lottery winner and mm -hmm. the, um, oh, God damn it. The uh, actor. 
yeah, there you go. So remember at the very end, and their their book was fantastic. I don't want to make light or do too much of a comparison here, but you know how at the, at the very end they decided to like get help together, yeah, and go to the rehab side. Uh, I, I think I'm wondering if this is gonna follow like that theme where like uh, he's horrible throughout the whole book, and then all of a sudden at the very end he's like, "All right, I guess I'll stay and get some help." I doubt it. That yeah, maybe I don't know. That would frustrate me. I I agree with what you're saying though. How it's just it's set up in a way that like Cal is going to be the one to like get him in line, and Cal's going to be the one to like get him to respect people. But like Cal doesn't really fucking respect people. Cal doesn't respect anybody, and it's not. He, he makes this weird mention like it's almost like it's just kind of thrown in because it doesn't really matter. We know he's the owner of the island and but only very few people on the island know that. But it almost seems like he's expecting everybody to respect him as the owner of the island when nobody but like a very select small group of people know. Yeah, it's annoying. And he so, does it okay. all the time. It's just little mentions. It's like, oh, you know, this is my island and, you know. Oh, it's, it's my family's it's my family's island and I I help run Black Diamond, but nobody knows that. But like everybody should act like they know that. And they do act like they know that, even though they don't know that. And so like I bet they even resent him even more. Right. Because he acts like he owns a place, but nobody knows he owns the place, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, you do, but you don't have to act like, you know, <laughs> a fucking snot face yeah i don't know i'm just gonna get even more riled up and like go back to it really not <laughs> yeah. liking it so let's just finish <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready to dive back in now because now yeah i'm getting myself riled up fuck this no i'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding <laughs> we do not hate the book i just wanted to be clear it doesn't sound like we don't but we don't it's just disappointing yeah we don't like being disappointed over here we were we were very very much going into this book with the widest eyes and the most hopeful thoughts and it it didn't hit the mark and you know what that sucks and it is what it is so if i'm ready if you are kelsey i'm ready for those of you reading along with us go ahead and go to the end of the book and come back pause here Okay, we're back. Okay, so I don't like to say this about any book, but I really didn't like this book. (laughs) I didn't either. It went about how we expected in the second half, how we were predicting. Worse. It went, I think it went worse than I expected. Fair enough. I mean, he did get therapy, I guess, but... Um, Not really, first of all. Second of all, um, they did not address his horrible behavior at all. Lawrence didn't even show up in the second half. Who? Oh, Lawrence. Yeah. They didn't didn't address how awful he was as a character at all. They just pretended like it didn't fucking happen. And Courtney was like, oh, I think they're going to just give some kind of like... um, what did you say? Like um, justifications. They're going to sweep it under the rug and yeah. yeah, turn it into one of those things where it's like, oh, he was who he was. No, there was no justification. There was no, like, he uh, had one therapy appointment and it wasn't even like anything. Like, he got claustrophobic and was like, I got locked in a closet. And like, yeah, that sucks. But 
that does not make you a horrible person. And then um, zero resolution with the manager who was rude to him. But, like, also, was he rude to him because he's a dick? Like, I don't know. I don't know. The manager thing was a little over the top. But regardless, like, and then Cal, I still didn't end up liking him. The situation with the blow up with the money was dumb, in my opinion. Like, I, um, okay, I just, I really didn't like this book. I didn't either. It felt like there was so little resolution and and just, like, ugh. Everything was overblown. All the wrong things were overblown, I guess, in my opinion. It was like, I don't know. I didn't yeah, like and, any of it. And at the end, instead of resolving any of these issues that came about, they just threw like three sex scenes back to back. No, I agree. Instead of like doing any kind of resolution at all there was no there was no like seamless transition into what their life looks like now it was like we're gonna figure it out two years later like what like it was just not I it It was it felt so rushed this entire book just it was so flip-floppy it felt rushed to the very end it like the last half was basically just like throwing shit together to make up for the lack of character development it was like oh i find out he's a billionaire by snooping on his laptop and finding his finances and that was overblown as hell like the owner of the island part wasn't even really addressed it was just like oh he's a billionaire and that's a problem because I work for my money. No, you don't. I mean, you do, but come on. It it was just not. No, not well. yeah. It, this was not my favorite. Like, and I hate to trash it, but at the same time, you have an expectation. All of the other books in this series were, despite the one that we didn't read, which probably was really good, but it had to have been. It had to have been because I missed out on it and I'm, I'll am i never <laughs> recover and it had to have been amazing. Honestly, I might even go reread it like just on my own just because I, I will read a third person if I can get into it. But I, I wish yeah, I the, wish I the expectation go. that this book held, especially as the last book in a series. Like, yeah, I don't know for anybody else who's an avid series reader, which That's I'm hoping I both read series uh. like. The last book, and especially a, a shared world, different author series, that it you have a huge and heavy expectation to end the series with like a a a very high standard, and this did not hit the mark for me. And maybe I'm tearing it up a little more because I did love this series so much. I loved every single book that we went through, even the ones that weren't the best. They still had, they still. They were they all amazing, yeah. except for this. And okay, that's another fucking thing. So, uh, I like um, one thing I do like about this book is it had a lot of crossover, right? So, like all these um, scenes that we saw in other books of these like random men doing these random things, whatever, blah 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 blah, that didn't really have an explanation was all tied together in this book. Cool. However. He was only at Black Diamond for five weeks. 
And the timeline just doesn't add up with all the other stories. Like, it just doesn't add up. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because there's some books where, like, um, there there was a little bit out of order as far as, like, Chase and Holden went um, in, like, a couple of the other books. And it was, like, explained in the notes beforehand, blah, 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 like, Chase and Holden aren't yet together in this book, you know? And, like, the timeline was explained. Um, in this one, it was just, like, it, there, there's no way that you had this many interactions with this many different couples in the timelines that we've been given so far in the series in five weeks. Yeah, I see what you're saying because you're right. There was quite a bit of crossover. I think it was like, what, four different couples we At crossed least. over with in this one book. And it doesn't make sense because some of those had actual like real timelines. Like this happened in the winter. This happened in the summer. This happened in... And you're right, for a five-week period, you can't get some of those. Like I said, I feel like this was the least thought-out storyline as far as it goes. I feel like this author, I don't know if it was that they were working on other projects and this one just kind of fell through the cracks or maybe, you know, everybody was on a set timeline and regardless of release schedule, they had to be done by a certain time and it kind of just like got rushed. But this had the least amount of forethought as far as yeah. the world building, the character development and just all of it. And I really, really, really wanted to like this one. And I didn't. It wasn't my favorite. I mean, I'm not saying I hated, absolutely hated the book, but I definitely did not like it. The The more I read, the more it just like infuriated me because uh, We've said this before, and I'll say it anytime a book disappoints me, probably. But we have read and liked this author. And so when you go into a book with an author that you enjoy and that you like reading their work, and you get something like this, like that sucks. Because when you like an author and you like their work and you like their writing style, like you expect to continue liking their work and their writing style and stuff like that. And so when you get something disappointing, it's just like really disheartening. Yeah, I don't know. It's just really, it's really disheartening when you enjoy an author and you really love work that this author's put out. And then you go into a book excited and ready to read, you know, something new. And it's just, this like I and I hate to talk shit about a book because regardless like any written work is still impressive you know but um it's just one of those things like I know you can do better (laughs) and and so I had texted Courtney because I remembered something after we recorded the last time if you want this dynamic with like the super brat done right the other book that I'm currently reading does a much, much better job at this. Um, it's Little Demon in the Details by Nordica Knight. It's her new book. And it is so, so good. And it is done so, so, so much better than this. I'm only halfway through and I can already tell you, like, there's no comparison. Like, <laughs> the the dynamic is the same, but the quality 
in storytelling is just so much better in that book. It's not the same like thing. Like it's not really like a hidden identity. Um, it's not which like this barely fucking was. It's <laughs> not like that. Like it's I don't know. You just have to read it, but it does have like the super brat theme in it and like how getting them to show respect and getting him to you know find his strength and things like that in a positive way in a better way than whatever this was no yeah i i don't know like i said i hate to disparage especially yeah an author we like or have previously liked I'm still so scarred. I won't read anything from J-A-O-N-B after that one, I think it was like one or two books that we read on a read-along. I still have not opened a book from them since it because sucks. I did not like their books so much. And it sucks even more when we don't like a book on a read-along because we really do tear the books apart. Like good or bad, we're tearing these books apart because that's, I mean, that's the point of these episodes. And so when we don't like a book, it like really gets torn to shreds. And then that author is like probably not going to be a one click for us anymore. Yeah. Deep diving into these books like this, where you're seriously analyzing every detail and you have to, when you're doing a read along like this, you can't just glaze over the little things like this because you know, what, what else are you doing it for? We're sitting here and we're analyzing all of the things that make, and we have read, we have read some amazing, phenomenal books on this podcast. We have definitely, yeah, we've read, you know, authors that now are one clicks for me, but then you see a book like this and you're like, where it's definitely not an author's best work. And I'm not saying I'll never read this author again, but at the same time, like I don't want to feel like once I've read an author on a read along, I am a little bit more analytical, even on my own read throughs of the same yeah. author every time now, because for sure, yeah, you're just like, oh, well, you know, you, you start to kind of pick apart like details and stuff like that. And I think just overall in my reading, I've become a little more analytical. Like I can push through if I'm reading on my own certain things, I'm definitely more analytical and I, I pick apart details a lot more. Like I feel like our next monthly is definitely going to have a lot more of me picking into things just because that's just kind of how you get when you're doing content like this. Yeah, it and it has changed the way that I read for sure. Like I am very I don't want to say critical, but like I have very high standards before I'll even like download a book. Like I check reviews, I make sure that like it was recommended by somebody I you know I'll go into all sorts of details like is it an like a good author that I enjoy or I see other people enjoying a lot like I'm so like it takes a lot for me to pick up a book now where at one point it was just like I would click whatever sounded interesting and now I'm like have you been vetted (laughs) There's a whole process now. I have found myself without like things to read in the interim because I'm just like, oh, this doesn't like the blurb doesn't hit the right way, or like I read too much into it. Like I'm I'm deep diving reviews before I pick up books now, and I always was one to read reviews, 
But now I'm like deep diving into them and I'm like, huh, is this going to be the book for me? So back to reviews. This book has great reviews. I I didn't see anybody complaining about this book, which is like, are we the assholes? Like... Well, here's the thing. Charlie Meadows is known for having the lighter, sweeter stuff. And this was on the lighter side. Like, if you can get past the just enormous amount of douchebaggery that is Jet, I mean. I couldn't. I hated him off the bat. And I didn't ever end up liking him. I didn't like either of the characters. And then I didn't like that hard. Especially, you know, when you're reading a book with two characters you don't like, like, what do you do? There's been times where, like, I've read, like, Reverse Harems or Why Chooses or whatever, where I wasn't super fond of one of the characters. But when it's both of them. I think that this is the first time this has really happened to me. Maybe not the first, but it's, like, one of the first times that I have just genuinely not liked the characters at all like usually i can find the redeeming qualities and there if there were redeeming qualities it was left out of the print fair yeah no this definitely it it wasn't for me uh which you know it is what it is i guess at the end of the day like we're we're done with the series and there's no more to come, which I am a little sad about. I'm a little upset that we are finally leaving the Black Diamond world because it was phenomenal for the most part. But, you know, there's there's different things to come, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, we are reading um, A Love Letter to book. Whiskey. Is that what it's called? I yes, can't remember. A Love Letter to Whiskey. Candy Steiner. Next. That's our next book. Yes, and it is a male-female Super angsty. Yeah. I picked this out when we, like, right after we started the Black Diamond series, I was like, oh, my God, Courtney, we have to read this together. Because I, I read, like, one line of it. And may, mind you, this was 13 fucking weeks ago. I don't remember. Um, but I read, like, one or two lines. And I was like, oh, I cannot do this on my own. It's a beefy one. It's 600 pages. So I'm, I'm almost excited a little excited for a longer book because we've had quite a few short ones. Which is fine. Yeah. That's good. I think since um, Jesse Walker, they've been a little on the shorter side. Yeah. So, And it's a male-female, and it's an angsty one. So I'm really excited for that. If you guys are ready to step out of the Black Diamond world with us, um, then stick around for next week, and we'll dive into that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye.